Hello. <laughs> okay. I have no idea how to start this, so I'm just going to kind of do what I do every day of my life. I'm just going to start talking and see what happens. Um, I do think it's important to, to start this entire situation off with relaying the fact that I just spent 36 minutes, I know because I looked, um, going through like stock music because I, one would think that like, oh, content should be the important part of like the whole concept of talking into a mic and expecting somebody to listen to it. Like, what are you going to talk about? No, 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 no. That seemed like an afterthought. What seemed truly, truly important was, well, what are they going to listen to for six seconds? Because I'm pretty sure I can only play something for six seconds if I don't own the rights to it. Or this is already off to a horrific start, but I made a commitment that I'm not going to delete anything because I just feel like that's going to go down a rabbit hole of, I don't know, this never actually getting put out into the ether. And I've got to stop hitting the desk. Hi, my name's Haley. Um, if you're here, I feel like you know that because it would be weird unless you were just like perusing whatever platform this is eventually going to go up on and you happen to be like, wow, that look, God, that girl looks cute. She looks like she's got something to say. Nobody does that. So I'm assuming if you hear my voice right now, you know who I am. Um, I'm currently sitting in my rental house in Northern California in the most uncomfortable chair that has ever been created. I mean, it has to be broken. There's no, there's no way somebody would buy a chair this uncomfortable. And I only say this and even bring this to everybody's attention because if you are listening to this, you know how much time my husband spends sitting at the desk that I'm in. And like the fact that he sits on this chair for so many hours a day, it's like for someone who's like career and like my livelihood as well depends on his body working correctly. It's just blasphemy to me that he hasn't, you know, chalked up the maybe hundred dollars to buy a functioning place to sit. Um, but that's neither here nor there, but I think it is actually here and there because my ass hurts and I've been doing this for about, well, okay. Well now I've been doing this for 40 minutes because we already established I spent the first 36. I got to move on. So like everyone else on the planet, I now also have a podcast and by I have a podcast, I mean, I'm recording something. I'm going to see how long I can talk. I'm going to send it to my friend. And if he's like, no, 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 this was a bad suggestion. I take it back. We're not doing this anymore. This is going to be the only time I ever do this. So we'll see how the next couple days go. But I get the joke. I'm in on the joke. I am the joke. I get that everybody thinks that they can talk for 30 minutes and like deliver something super groundbreaking and entertaining. I want to be clear, I don't feel that way. However, <laughs> the way that this even came to be is that it all kind of started with my husband, Tabor, telling me that I need a hobby. And he's been saying this for a few years. And the reason he's saying that is because I think I, he probably thinks I watch too much TV, which we'll also get to that in a little bit. But I do have a very, very notable, like, energy that's bursting at the seams to do something to fill this creative void that I have and I've thought about this for a really long time I've tried a lot of things um to fill said void and really all it ended up doing is draining my bank account and annoying other people in my life which the irony is that this might do that like the most of anything that I've ever tried but I realized that my biggest hobby is talking into my phone. 
I don't know why or how I started doing it, but a couple of years ago, I think I just like started my earliest memory of doing it is I kept locking myself out of my condo, <laughs> like to the point of where like my mom stopped coming to rescue me because actually it happened once at 2 a.m. Um, and I got home from the bar and I was like, oh my God, like, Tabor was at football camp. I was by myself. I could hear Scott on the other side of the door. It was 2 a.m. So he probably was like thinking it was a burglar, but it was just me and I just couldn't get into my house. And I, yeah, I called my mother who lived about 10 minutes away at the time. And I was like drunk. <laughs> I was like, you have to come open my door. <laughs> like, I don't, anyway, my point is that is the first time that I remember like the next day. I did it again. I did it within 12 hours. Like I locked myself out again. And I was like, this is really funny. Like this is so dumb that this is really funny. And I opened my Instagram and I just like told the story and other people thought it was funny. And like that was so self-indulgent, like that people laughed that I kind of never stopped. So it was really like the reason why I've continued to talk into my phone is probably because of that day and like the I don't know maybe handful of people who like gave like it gave them a giggle you opened a massive can of worms so um anyway the point of that story is that I really like sharing things about my day um which I guess like that's how influencers came to be is that they thought that like they were doing something more interesting than everybody else and like I want to be clear, I don't feel that way, but maybe I just get bored enough that I'm, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't like have the time or energy to like really psychoanalyze why I started doing that. But all of this to say, I needed somewhere that I could like elaborate more because I've realized that the talking into my phone had turned into me writing a lot. And I've always, always since I was like a little kid, like middle school's maybe even before middle school, like the earliest I also remember doing this is like writing. Um, and not in like a diary journaling kind of way, like, a. well, I mean, maybe, but I was never like a diary keeper. I don't know. I've always had a pretty good connection with words. Um, and I feel like my, the way that I've started to share things has kind of gone into a direction of writing and then posting that. And so I just, it seems like it's so much that I'm like, are people getting exhausted of this? Does anybody actually care? And a friend of mine has been trying to get me, he is on television. He's a, um, he's an anchor and I don't know if that's actually his job title, but from my perspective, that's what he does. He's a sports reporter. Um, but he's also a brilliant writer and really good with editing and producing. And he was like, you need to do this. And he told me to start a YouTube channel. And that already was like, absolutely not. I don't even know how to, I hardly know how to get to the YouTube app on our Apple TV. I literally had to have Tabor do it for me today. Um, so that seemed like out of the question, but I was like a podcast. I feel like I could figure out because I just need you to tell me like what app to download to like start talking, which is what I did yesterday. Um, and he was like, you really should do this. I'll edit it. I'll produce it. And Tabor like has the, has state of the art mic and sound equipment. So the content here might be epically lacking. However, the production value will be killer. So 
I don't know if that's the only thing I offer. It's set up well. We're set up for success. The delivery could be dreadful. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, um, I think so. Yeah, my point is the whole goal of this podcast is to kind of like channel all of the things that I've been throwing out into social media in a place that does not feel so intrusive to people who don't give a shit about what I have to say. Um, and if you do give a shit about what I have to say, this is, this is where it's going to be. Um, I've kind of like spent a really good portion of the last few months dissecting why exactly I have become such an oversharer. And I have a couple theories, but the biggest one is, and this is going to be very tangential and not make a lot of sense, but I think that like might be the theme of what we, what happens with this whole thing. So I spent a good majority of my life living very inauthentically. Um, I started doing pageants when I was in high school and even before I actually started doing them, I, to put it really blatantly, I just really wanted to be Miss America. Like, I just did. I I felt drawn to it as a kid. I thought, like, as someone who felt, like, as a child, I felt really kind of, like, out of body at times. I developed mental health problems pretty early in life. My earliest memories of, like, now what I know is anxiety was, like, I mean, like seven or eight years old. And I was diagnosed with clinical depression when I was 16. So in not having ways to manage my mental health struggles, I channeled all of that into what I could possibly do to be happy. And from my, I don't know, pretty poor memory because I in therapy in the last couple of years learned what dissociating means. Um, I realized that it became this like foundation in my brain that I, I started to work so hard to be perfect. And that started really early. I, I started working so hard to be perfect, whether it was my image, the way that I spoke, the way that I communicated with people, the way that I just like was perceived to the world. I tried so hard to be flawless because I thought being perfect would finally make me Miss America and being Miss America would finally make me happy. And when I actually got super close to that happening and competing for Miss America in 2013, when that didn't happen after the last at least decade of kind of living this really surface level, almost floating above myself, like existence. When that didn't happen and I woke up the next Monday morning, I was like, who the fuck am I? And I've spent the last almost 10 years trying to figure that out. And in the last few years, I, well, I'll start with after that, started a few years of some really, really destructive behavior that I'm sure I will get into if I actually keep going with this thing, project, hobby, whatever. Um, I had a lot of bad years and then I had a lot of really good years. And I've spent the last of those few good years realizing that (laughs) 
I spent such a long time being so inauthentic and, and lost who I actually was that when I finally figured out who I am, I became obsessed <laughs> with making sure everyone knew exactly who I was, what I was feeling, my opinions on things. And I think that really translated into just being this like epic oversharer because I truly am like I acknowledge that I acknowledge that I'm obsessed with making sure everybody knows exactly what my stance is on something I have become like very unapologetic about my opinions my beliefs my values um how I feel about like basically everything revolving around especially my generation um and I think it's because I'm I've almost overcorrected Honestly, I feel like I've overcorrected and become so hyper obsessed with everybody knowing like exactly who I think I am all the time when like most of the time everybody's like, you could sit down like we get it. <laughs> you're like, you're fine. You're fine. We get it. But when you feel so robotic for so long, it's so deeply uncomfortable to continue living like that. Like it's just exhausting. I fatigued myself of my bullshit. And that sentence really makes me giggle because I'm pretty sure the vast majority of people who I will force to listen to this, at least early on, will be like, same, babe, same. So I don't know. All of that to say, um, I'm pretty excited to do this because I feel like it's going to fill whatever creative void I have floating around that I did try to do. So I like... I tried to do something like this a couple, maybe it was like a month ago. No, it was probably a couple months ago. I think it was like right after the baby was born and people were like, what are you doing? But I created a whole separate Instagram account, like strictly for sharing things that I like. Um, And that felt really good. So maybe that was a good sign that this won't be that bad. And bad, I think, is a relative term. So we'll see. Um, A friend of mine and I actually intended to start a podcast like kind of similar to this, but it was like really, we had really, really specific ideas of talking about just like human interest pieces, things that particularly affect women. Um, And we got really, really gung-ho about it and we were super excited. We even bought mics and everything. And then I got pregnant and within like a week of us like actually like downloading the things that we needed to do it and my capacity for just kind of experiencing the human existence really declined (laughs) to put it lightly um so I've had this idea this thought this goal for a really long time and I actually do hope that that particular friend will be a part of this because she's one of the smartest people I know and one of the most critically thinking people in my life Um, so I will absolutely bully her to be involved in this. Else come on anytime. But on that note, this is a solo podcast in form. I've heard of the term long form. I don't want to say it's going to be long form because yet, because I've been speaking for 16 and a half minutes and this has been, it already feels like too long. So, um, it's going to depend on how rambly I get how many tangents I decide to go off of how many rabbit holes I discover um so we'll see as far as like length goes but I love podcasts that just I can just like turn on and I feel like they just kind of 
hang out in my ear while I go about my day and some of those are like two and a half hours long there's a few that I listen to specifically just to kind of like keep me company throughout the day so I don't know maybe it'll be that but that just seems like a lot and really tiring and I we'll see but it is solo in format um however I sent out a PSA to almost everyone in my life that they will be subjected to participate in this um because they have to and I could be biased, but nobody has better friends than me. And I feel very strongly about that. Hogan's whining. Okay, stopped. Um, But yeah, speaking of friends, this is all Carl's fault. So if it doesn't go well, it is all his fault. And again, big shout out to Carl for editing, producing, and teaching me how to like turn on a fucking computer. And my husband for having state-of-the-art audio equipment that, by the way, we own for the sole purpose of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Who knew? Who knew that his um, pretty expensive hobbies could come into come in handy? So, anyway, I think simply my goal is to bring the random things that I like to talk about on social media here. That's the thesis of what I just spent the first nearly now twenty minutes talking about. But there isn't really an overarching theme, at least yet. Um, the big things will be probably social commentary, including politics, talking about my life, um, because while I kind of go out of my way to downplay the way I live, it is very unconventional. It's a little bizarre um, as far as like my home life, our lifestyle. Um, so I will definitely talk a lot about that because my therapist fired me this week and honestly if I really take a good hard look at myself it's probably not a coincidence that she decided to leave her practice and drop me as a client and me deciding that now's the time after you know a decade of everybody else having podcasts that I think I should have a podcast so like I don't know I think I just out loud therapized myself so Anywho, we will unpack that a little bit later. But um, yeah, on that note, I'll also probably be dissecting trauma to the point of where this might actually end up feeling kind of like an audible diary of sorts. But I think I'm okay with that because I think talking about um, traumatic things has become part of my charm. So we'll see if anybody actually agrees with that. And I do also sincerely hope that this will include conversations with my friends and family, like on a more honest note, because I don't know. I, I think that the people in my life, while they're the best and hilarious, everyone in my life really has something very, very interesting about them, whether it's a story, um, their job, their... I don't know just what makes them them and I do think everyone in my life is freaking hilarious so maybe it'll be a little entertaining and also I keep saying like oh I'm gonna like subject everybody to this I'm gonna make everybody like listen to this but in in the way that I'm like a little bit embarrassed that I'm doing it because I, I get it that's the joke right every millennial thinks that they deserve a podcast And I was so like almost like tiptoey when I told Tabor I wanted to do this because, but he's heard me say this for a really long time because it's true. Like I have really wanted to do this for a long time, but I thought 
I couldn't because everybody else was doing that, doing it. And then I'm like, that's a stupid do not doing something just because everybody else is doing it is actually like an incredibly moronic thing to think and say and like it's an absurd reason to not do something that you actually want to do. So I threw that out the window, but I was still kind of like almost embarrassed when I told Tabor I wanted to do this. But then it occurred to me that while I was telling him this, he was sitting in this ungodly uncomfortable chair opening Pokemon cards on the internet. So I'm like, no, if you're allowed to film yourself opening packs of Pokemon cards, cards into all hours of the night, film it, put it on the internet. I'm allowed to talk about Bravo and then also put it on the internet. So really this comes full circle. I will talk about all of the aforementioned things and the greatest love of my life, reality TV. I don't understand people who say that they don't watch TV. I've actually gotten into so many fights with people about this in my life, like in my past, because you know, there's those people who are like, I don't watch that much TV. I don't really watch TV. Like you are not better than me because you don't watch TV. You're not because guess what you're probably doing? You're probably bored. You have less to talk about. I don't think any of those things are true, but you get my point. Like it's such an elitist thing to say. I don't watch TV. Really? Okay. Well, I can recite a full, full scene dialogue of an episode of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from 2007. Can you? I don't think so. Can I remember other things about 2007? No, but you stole my goddamn house. And if you understand the reference, you are in the right place. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to look at this little uh, Google doc that I made um, about like to try to like keep me on track of like, these are like the points I want to make to make this all seem worth speaking. But um, I made a list of warnings that if this does go somewhere, uh, these are this is a list of warnings of things that will happen that I cannot be criticized for at a later date because I told you they would happen. I will begin. Number one, I will say like a lot, like a lot. I'm probably never going to stop. Period. Okay. Um, the dog will bark. I'm going to be recording this in two different places, both of which have a very loud dog. So the dog will bark. The baby will cry. Um, she'll probably be like sitting on me while I do this a lot of the time, time. So that'll happen. The baby will cry. Sometimes I will have a vocal fry. Sometimes I won't. This is a big one. I will cough and clear my throat incessantly. I'm not sick. It's a nervous tick. I've had it for my entire life. This became a big deal during COVID because I kept saying, oh my God, I'm coughing. And Tabor told me daily that I've been coughing since he met me in 2009. So moving on. <coughs> I swear to God, that was not well timed. It just, it, I think because I said cough and throat clearing, I like felt it. I like, okay. Uh, I will use foul language until someone who wants to start paying me to do this tells me to stop. Um, if I don't make sense and I sound drunk sometimes, I might be. I might cry sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes because I am naturally an emotional person. Plus, I am still hormonal, but I do think I have a cute cry, so I'm not that worried about it. Next. I will mispronounce and make up words, but I will deliver them with absolute conviction, which I think just makes me a very hyper-confident person. However, I will say things that I might later regret. 
and I'm reading this verbatim because I think this is an important statement. I will say things that I might later regret. However, I will always own it because one of the many hills I will die on is that human beings are allowed to change their opinion upon learning new information that does not make you weak in your beliefs, your convictions, your values. It makes you a functioning non-asshole member of society. Lastly, I have strong leftist political affiliation. I took a lot of shit about Republicans because being kind to those who are actively fighting to take away basic human rights, specifically the rights that allow myself and the people I love to safely exist do not deserve my respect nor my civility. Now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, um, I'm realizing because I kind of assume if you're here, you know who I am. I didn't technically introduce myself, um, which I did, I guess, mean to in the beginning, but... It seems a little redundant now, Um, but I'm Haley. And I thought about this yesterday because I was like, oh, how do I introduce myself? Um, And I immediately started listing off things that are like what you would put in an Instagram bio, right? Which like my own Instagram bio, for instance, I'm pretty sure it says Tabor's wife, Rue's mom, and like, I don't know, something about Bravo, probably. Are those my only three notable qualities? Maybe, but it doesn't feel that good, right? Like... Feeling like we have to label ourselves is really, not only is it limiting, it also is like kind of a very uncomfortable introspective activity where it's like, okay, well, like, how do I define myself? Like, how do I introduce myself? Um, Do I use my job? Like, that doesn't really feel that true either. Um, Do I go with pageant survivor? Probably not. Do I feel that way? Yes. But I also like actively fight to have people not bring it up. So like leading with that kind of is, you know, the opposite of the intention. Um, But nothing really feels definitive. Like I'm Haley and I am, I don't know, but maybe that's kind of the point because as I said, I spent a lifetime of covering who I felt I was and trying to be someone else and then I spent the second half of that lifetime defining who I want to be and what I am and being put into boxes is what I've spent such a long time now like actively battling against so to not be stressed that I feel like I can't find one that fits is uncomfortable because I do think there's safety in boxes right like it feels safe to be able to be like, I'm Tabor's wife. I'm Rue's mom. I like to watch Bravo. Like, <laughs> but what else? Like, but just merely existing without direction is really uncomfortable. And maybe having this outlet will help me figure that out. I don't know. But for now, um, I'm Haley. I like to giggle. I like to make other people giggle. Um, I like talking about things that actually matter. I don't like wasting time talking about things that don't. And I do have a tendency, like when I'm not being a pretty closeted introvert and I am in the mood to meet new people, um, I really do like tend to attack people with my friendship. And it's because I just want to get like on this like deeper level really quickly because I just think it's a waste of time talking about like yes there's a time and place for small talk but I just feel like we are living in like to quote my lord and savior Glennon Doyle like we have this one like true and precious life and to waste time like talking about the weather is just like such an exhausting 
waste of space. <laughs> like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and maybe that's because I've had the privilege of meeting so many interesting people in my life. And like, I am incredibly active in this social climate, political climate that I, I am passionate about a lot of things. And like, do I go overboard a lot? Like sometimes, like sometimes my husband is like, like you can dial it back. Like, oh, I have a funny story about this actually. Um, this is like a little bit of a tangent, but when I kind of like, I, I obviously talked for like a long time now about how I've spent like so much of the last few years, like figuring out who exactly I am. And there was a very, very pivotal moment in which that happened. And like everybody, it was in summer of 2020. Um, and the summer of 2020 was excruciating for so many reasons. But the one good thing that came out of it is that like, I did figure out who I wanted to be to the world and how I wanted to present myself. Um, and that was someone who cared deeply about social issues. And I was absolutely one of those people who just like never shut the fuck up about anything that was going on, whether it was COVID related, Black Lives Matter, um, just like, I don't know. I literally like for like the election hello like that was like the big thing right but like a lot happened that year and it's easy to forget um it's probably easy to forget because we're all just like talking about dissociating like hello but anyway um I also should back up if like you're here and you don't know who I am which would be weird but my husband um his name's Tabor he is an NFL football player and we've spent the vast majority of our relationship long distance. Like we technically still are. I mean, we live in two different places. I happen to be in California right now. But um, during COVID, we spent all day, every day together from March. Well, no, it was off season. So really like New Year's through, I don't know, September 15th or something like that. I mean, like, I get it. Like that's how the vast majority of the world lives in relationship but like it was new for us and we had a minute right so we had like some moments that weren't that great but um that's neither here nor there <laughs> my point is we spent that summer like I don't know I would just like be doing zoomies around the house like bitching about what like just like talking shit about Mitch McConnell to nobody right so like that's what I spent most of my days doing because I'm pretty sure I didn't have a job at that point neither did he um so that's just like what we did and he got signed to the 49ers early September, I think. And I will never forget this phone call. And I wish that I would have written it down. But he, <laughs> I said, like, how's it going? <laughs> you know, she's like, hey, how you doing? And he said, I forgot what it's like to, like, be around normal people. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? He was like, just like being in a locker room with people who like don't wake up every day like trying to start a revolution and I was like you know you're welcome first of all for being such a lively housemate but also yeah I'm sure that was a pretty a pretty nice break <laughs> like and also have you filled out your absentee ballot yet because you got to turn it in by October 1st like that's literally how it ended but I don't know why I told that story. I can't really remember. Anyway, I just thought it was really funny. Um, oh, yeah. I think I was saying I just tend to be a little bit, um, shall we say, intense, sometimes too early in the day. But 
again, I like talking about things that actually matter. Um, so aside from the reality TV, pop culture, okay, nobody cares. Um, yeah, that's, I think the, oh God, I think this seems like a good place to stop. 33 minutes. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> Remember when I said earlier, this might be long form. It's been 33 minutes. I'm exhausted. I can't believe Tabor slept through this entire thing. It's 10, 12, by the way. And I started this at what, like 9:30. I went to bed pretty early tonight. I don't know. The baby's still sleeping too. Ian Hogan's asleep. Oh my God. This is weird. On that note though, my, um, my wishing hour is typically from like 10 to midnight. Like I, like I'm a person who only cleans my house at like 11 p.m. So most of these will be recorded definitely, definitely at night, um, which is a little bit more fun because I think I'm a little bit more unhinged after the sun goes down. Matt, um, my best friend Matt, who will, I mean, 100% be on this, but oh, he's in London now. We're going to have to figure that whole time zone thing. Okay, whatever. Um, he started a rumor in high school that I was a witch. And... That has transcended into an adult into adulthood in a way that I, I really can't even describe. But certainly when it comes to like the way I just like kind of turn into a werewolf. That was the wrong reference. It's two different movies, whatever. After the sun goes down, um, it will absolutely make for better commentary. Um, and a lot less editing probably. So all right.
Also, my therapist the other day was like, you seem like a creative person. Do you have any like outlets for this of any kind? And I think this is worth noting because I, Tabor and I talk about it all the time where I have a really hard time finding a hobby without immediately trying to monetize it. Like fucking TikTok, for instance. I like thought it was a fun thing to just like kind of be like nobody followed me on TikTok so I could just kind of like post whatever and then I posted one thing that went so fucking viral that all of a sudden I was getting like brand deal offers I was like whoa whoa, 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 hold on and now it feels like a job which sucks and like it's really cool like I get why women do this and I say women because like the term mommy blogger exists for a reason because it is like a pretty easy way for women to make some cash but like it's, it has stopped being fun and I've been doing it for like a week. You know what I mean? All right. So that's it for today. Uh, I know, unfortunately, there will be no discussion of Vanderpump Rules today, but just you wait. I have a lot of uh, people who also consider themselves to be Bravo experts um, and we're literally going to start from the beginning. Um, I promise this isn't going to turn into a Vanderpump Rules uh, rewatch podcast, but Actually, I'm not going to promise that. So anyway, um, thanks for being here. I really hope you come back because I think I will. I'll see you all later.